0: Can you, uh, can you hear it with your ears, can you see it with your eyes, can you feel it wiggling between your quivering thighs, that thing, that thing, that thing with dreams, once every Something will come along When you feel it you will know it Cause it's coming on strong That thing That thing That thing With chains Sit back Relax Deep breaths No stress Let me come. Inside your mind, I promise you it won't take long. The change will happen soon. You will feel something so special growing deep within you. The thing, the thing, the thing with James, the thing, the thing, the thing. That's me.
1: Resonance, emotion, music. That's what it's all about, yeah? Alright, hold on. Hold on a minute. Hold on. Got to get situated. Hold on. Yar. Yeah, that would do it. Yeah, Just the volume. Welcome to uh, episode episode uh, forty of that thing with James J Archer the well, second. I'm your host, James J Archer the second. That's me, isn't it? Uh, you may have noticed. You may have noticed. Um. My voice voice, uh, sounds a bit different than usual. That's because I'm a pirate. Because this is the 40th episode of that thing. And that means that this is the special Halloween episode. Happy Halloween to you and to yours. May your children um, not get cavities from eating all the candy and all that stuff right now if you look behind me if if you're watching if you're watching you'll know that i've got a, a you know a fucking skull crossbones flag behind me right but if you're a listener and if you've never seen this show, which is, you know, there's there's a video portion available. It's 2019. If you haven't seen it, the fuck are you doing? You know, well, anyway, you know, there's a video portion. But for you listeners, you may be a bit confused by my vaguely, uh, uh, utterly fluctuating, utterly Butchered, uh, general lower class English accent. The reason I'm doing it is because I'm in character. Character, because well, I'm a pirate right now. Because well, it, this is a Halloween episode, right? So I figure, figure, um, I, I'll be a pirate for this Halloween holiday. Because uh, you know, it's my favourite holiday in the year. Out of all three hundred and sixty-five days in the year, although not really sure of what happens on a leap year. I'm. I really have no idea what a leap year is. All I know is that, like people born on a leap year, you know, they're like. They can be, like, 40 years old, but really, in terms of a leap year, they're only, like, eight. Like, how the fuck does that work? And you meet someone who's, like, born on a leap year, and they tell you this stuff, and, you know, I just never could wrap my head around it. I remember, it, uh, you know, I, I had this acquaintance in junior high. This this dude who was born on a leap year, and, you know, it was a usual talking point of his. Like, that was the, the interesting thing about him, was he was born on a leap year, and I never fucking got it. Something to do with February or something like that. Well, anyway, this dude in, in junior high, that was his interesting thing. He was born on leap year. That, and he could lactate. Oh shit, you not, mate? He fucking lactated. We were standing around in the fucking makeshift yard outside of the this like old, old should have been condemned building uh, where I went to junior high. It was all brick, and then it was like asphalt outside, like a. 11 by 11 strip of asphalt next to a fucking road, no fence or anything. And kids are just standing around. And I'm talking to my friend who was born on a leap year. And he tells me he can lactate. And I say, bullshit. And he says, no, for real mate, I can lactate. he lifts up his t-shirt, squeezes his nipple. Lo and behold, a drop of milk, manifests on the tip of his nipple. Oh, shit, you know, that really happened. Some fucking junior high kid. <laughs> Born on a fucking leap, yeah. Could lactate if he squeezed his nipple. Who knows? Maybe it was just like a zit. Maybe he just like squeezed some pus. Maybe he's got like some kind of, you know, a benign cystic nipple. Well, I don't know. Anyway, this episode's about Halloween. For you listeners, I'm dressed up like a pirate, vaguely. Uh, You know, I'm dressed up like a vaguely pirate-like character, wearing completely anachronistic clothing. I've got some kind of uh, really sort of like Seinfeld kind of shirt, but you know, it's a a little bit more period, a little bit more like historic than the Seinfeld shirt, the frilly shirt, you know, that episode. If you don't, you're missing out on culture and you're doing fucking life wrong. Get yourself together and watch Seinfeld, right? Okay. So I'm wearing this shirt and, you know, it's, you know, it's kind of open up the chest and it's got this cheapo string with like some grommets going to like, you know, lace it up. This, this portion showing my chest hair, my ample chest hair. And, you know, it's got, like, the frilly stuff around the, the cravat area. I'm not really sure what the cravat is, but that word just came out. And, like, around, around like, the cuff, the hand cuff of the sleeve, there's, you know, there's some frilliness. And, uh, you know, a couple more straps of fabric to tie up if you want to be fancy. But I'm a pirate, so I'm leaving it undone because, you know, I live a life of leisure and violence as a pirate, I'm also wearing a vest. I'm not really sure. It's like some kind of cheap pinstripe thing I got at a vintage shop for 13 American dollars. And I'm wearing a uh, like an $8 bowler hat um, that I got at a, uh, this store called The Bazaar. I'll probably talk more about that place later just because I got a lot to say about it. Well, not really a lot, but I got stuff to say about it. And, you know, now's not really the time, is it? But I'm wearing this bowler hat, and, you know, it's it's not fucking plastic, but it's still pretty cheap. But it looks pretty good for being cheap. I couldn't bring myself to spend $80 on the reasonably decent, real-ish bowler hat that they had at the bazaar. Uh, Just because, well, I'm cheap. And at at the time I saw it, I, I, I was a bit strapped for cash. So I figured maybe spending $80 on a reasonably decent, you know, some kind of like felt like actual fabric type bowler hat might not be the most responsible use of my money. However, I can tell you, that there is a way for you to responsibly spend your money, and you don't have to spend a lot of it. It's called my Patreon. If you want to donate to this show, help support it, show your appreciation, you know, help me, you know, keep bringing good stuff your way, you can donate as little. I'm talking as little as a dollar a month. That's like, You know, you throw that away. You wipe your ass with a dollar, right? I mean, this is America. Everyone's rich here, right? You got a dollar to spare? You give it to the homeless? Why not give it to me, you know? Uh, You know, I'm I'm technically squatting in this apartment, but, uh, you know, I'm doing this, right? It's entertaining you, right? 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 It's entertaining. So... You know, you can donate as little as a dollar, or if you want. You know, I made an option. You can donate fifteen thousand dollars if you got it. But you know, no pressure. You can do a dollar. It may be little to you, but it's fucking massive to me, mate. You know? So you can donate at patreon.com slash that thing with James. Patreon slash that thing with James patreon.com slash that thing with james and uh, I, i'd also like to extend a special thank you to josh and wade for donating to the show for quite a long time you too you guys you are good cunts yeah see where i'm from i being the character uh to call someone a good con is a is a compliment. As a matter of fact, it's a high compliment that you say to someone. You know, it's a con this is a well read person, and you're a good one. So you're you know you're, you're a gentleman and a scholar, and uh, I, I appreciate your donations. Right? Okay. Um. What else? If you want to find me on this like social media thing called like. There's Instagram, I'm on there. And there's Twitter, at fucking cesspool. You can find me on those places. My handle is at James J Asher. At the at sign. Sign. J-A-M-E-S-J-A-S-H-E-R. At James J Asher. At Instagram and the cesspool, that is Twitter. I've also got a website, jamesjasher.com. You go there if you want. Or um, uh, what else? What else? I feel like I'm missing something. So I say you can donate. I directed you to the social media. I've got uh, a you know a website. And uh, what else? Yeah. Oh yeah. If if you're If you're listening to this and you haven't subscribed to my, you know, my my podcast channel, please subscribe, rate, and review. And for you watching, you YouTubers, you can, you know, if you haven't done so already, please subscribe to my channel and like the videos you like, write a comment, and for all of you, share the show with your friends. Why? Well, please... Because, you know, I, I just said, please, I asked nicely, right? So, you want to do a favour, someone bringing you entertainment. You, you know, you can do that. How are my levels? You know, I, I don't wear uh, headphones while I do this, so I don't really know what my levels are all the time, I'm talking about the volume. Hopefully this sounds good. I'm sure you can probably hear me. I'm loud as hell. I'll... Oh. What the fuck was I talking about? Oh yeah. This episode's about Halloween. Halloween. What is, what is Halloween? Well, well I'll tell you, Halloween is a marketing scheme, In it? It's all about, you know, spending your money, going to the movie, watching some Stephen King horror movie. Well, that, massive ego can't even bring himself to say you know that he is a horror author he says oh he's a suspense novelist because he writes suspense because it's higher than horror well mr king i can tell you as a pirate i know horror when i see it because i've been the cause of massive horrors you should have seen the shit that I had to clean up. One time. My Kiwi roommate. Like my, my first few months here in Austin. She took a massive dump. In the toilet. And clogged it up. You know. And she walked out. I'm sitting on the couch. Joint hanging out on my lips. I'm watching cartoons. Minding my own business. She walks by with this scowl on her face. And says. Err. The toilet's clogged. I'm not fucking dealing with it. And she walks out. And I just sit there stunned. Like, really? You just said that to me? You're fucking leaving me with this? So I go into the bathroom to see what kind of damage is there. It's a fucking horror show. I'm telling you. Straight up loose shit. Solid shit. Invisible shit. Imaginary shit all too real shit piled up to the rim how did it get so fucking full well, i guess because she tried to flush it and the tank flooded the bowl full of water and it just mixed and 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 you know broke up the shit matter that was already there and filled it up with just this this you know stew of mess and uh, you know Fortunately, we had a plunger, you know, because I bought one. She certainly wasn't going to buy one. She said she wasn't going to fucking deal with the mess in the toilet. She walked right out, mate. So I had to fucking deal with it. It was disgusting. I plunged the fucking thing. And then I threw out that plunger. Because there was shit, matter, and piss water, like two-thirds up the way, the wooden handle. I couldn't use that for a peg leg, could I? I'd stink, right? So I plunged that thing, and it flushed. So you want to talk about horror? Well, I've dealt with it firsthand. You know, you wipe, you get a little bit on your thumb. Well, you know, that's unrelated, but, you know, it's pretty horrible, right? So, Mr. King, yeah, I'm calling you out suspense well i'll show you suspense as a matter of fact you're about to experience suspense because i'm going to take a quick break all because right? uh you know i gotta get myself together gotta figure out what the hell i'm going to talk about because well this is a halloween halloween episode not halloween you know i'm obviously a legitimate pirate from you know like pirate times in, in england i sailed out of bristol Right, so I, uh, you know, I got to figure out, figure out what I'm going to talk about because this show is about Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Get it right. Um. Anyway, like I said, I'm going to take a quick break, and I'll be right back. It's going to be about like ten minutes for me, but for you, it's going to be like a, it's going to be like a snap. It's going to be like a moment. Less than that. It's going to be like half a snap and we'll be right back okay bye okay be right back oh, i'm back now uh, let me address something if you're listening you're really missing out but if you're watching you may be wondering about this eye patch i don't really need it as a matter of fact i didn't even get it at uh uh, 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 Halloween costume store. I got it at uh, CVS. I went there y- yesterday to get a prescription filled and I knew that they had eye patches there. Don't ask me why I knew that, but I just knew it. So I asked one of the workers where I can find the eye patch. She leads me right to it. I see this black eye patch and I see that's it. That thing's got my name on it. So I put it on because, well, I'm a pirate. Now, the thing about eye patches is, even if you don't really need them, they're pretty useful if you're living on a pirate ship. That's because if you're traveling from below the deck to on top of the deck, you're going to get blinded because you're out on the waters, hopefully somewhere in the Caribbean. And you know it's bright and sunny there, right? And if you just walk out of this dark area, lit maybe by some candles, maybe some lanterns, lantern, lanterns. How, how the fuck am I supposed to say that word? Lanterns, lanterns. You know, torches beneath the deck. You know, it's pretty dim down there. So if you just walk up. And you're going to get blinded by the sun. Blinded by the light. Revved up like a douche. Another runner in the night. Right. That's a New Jersey pirate song. If you're wearing an eye patch on one eye. When you travel from below deck to on top of deck on a bright sunny day. All you have to do is switch the patch over to the eye that was exposed below deck. That way your eye that was covered doesn't even need to adjust. Same goes for traveling from the bright top of the deck down to the dim below the deck area, and you you can just switch the patch over to the other eye because, the, you know, the eye's already adjusted to the darkness. And now that I say that, I wonder if you're eye patch is already adjusted, eye patch eye is already adjusted to the darkness and you travel up to the light, aren't you going to get blinded anyway? Okay. So maybe it's just useful for traveling below deck, but you know, if you got to do that, you got to do that. And you know, it can help to have an eye patch. Or if you just, you know, you kind of, kind of, you know, self-conscious about one of your eyes, you can wear an eye patch, or, you know, if you're a pirate like me, you just wear an eye patch. Now, let's talk about Halloween. As I believe I mentioned in the last block of time, Halloween is my favorite holiday in the entire year. Now, here's why. Costumes, parties, creepy stuff, right? Right? That's what I love about Halloween. As a former goth, well, I guess I am still pretty goth, even though I don't wear, like, black fishnet shirts and, you know, eyeliner. Well, I've still got in my heart. I've still got that love for the gothic, for the dark, for the macabre, as the French would say. Um, you know, I love that kind of stuff. Now, I'm not entirely keen on horror movies, I'll be honest. Mostly, no, I I do like really good movies. Sometimes a really good movie happens to be a horror, like The Shining, one of my favourite films of all time. Phenomenal, that flick. But, you know, stuff like Saw just gory things with a bunch of jump scares i'm not too keen on those types of films just because Oh, i don't know it just kind of grosses me out i call it violence porn you know it's just a bunch of needless like gore you know, zoom in on some fucking eye getting sliced open. The only time that's appropriate is if it's like that Uncien d'Andalus or whatever that movie's called, or college, you know, that's where people see that kind of thing, unless they're really hoity-toity, I suppose. Or, well... um, you know, it's a, it's a cool movie. It's a silent film, and a dude gets his eyeballs sliced with the straight razor. If you haven't seen it, you got to watch it. Unseen Le Andalu or something like along those lines, right? Um, now, uh, and also like, so going back to Halloween, you get you get to wear costumes and you get to play like a character, and that's just generally what I like to do with my days you know, dress up and play character. Not that I usually dress up, but, you know, if there's something funky lying around, I'll put it on, you know. And I'm always, like, just doing whatever, just characters. No, it's not like I, I, I can't stand being myself. I actually quite like myself, and I don't mind being myself. But a large part of who I am is someone who likes to do you know, like funny voices and do different characters and just kind of generally mess with people in an innocent sort of way, you know, not doing anyone harm, just having a bit of fun. Why not? You know, there's really no, like I've said this before, there's no inherent like meaning or purpose to life. You know, we just happen to be some you know, element of order that popped out of a stew of chaos. Uh, so we're the anomaly already in that, you know, we have order that, you know, came out of chaos and, uh, you know, evolution, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, we're all run by DNA, right? And you know, I'm reading this science book by this pretty smart dude who who writes, In this book, you know, he poses science in a way that's palatable for someone who's more, like, liberal arts-minded, such as myself, as opposed to, like, a, you know, a scientific engineering type with horrible interpersonal skills. This guy's name is Bill Bryson. Phenomenal writer. You should take notes, Stephen King. Read some Bill Bryson. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to say that. That was rude. Anyway, uh, Bill Bryson, you know, I was just reading this section about DNA, and basically, humans and whatever else that exists that has DNA simply exists to procreate more DNA. So, like, orgasms are basically just a reward system propagated by DNA like all this function, all this meaning you apply to your life, that's just sort of superfluous. Because really, your purpose is to just make more DNA. And that seems to be, other than, you know, like coding our our bodies to behave in certain ways. Other than that, the only real, you know, purpose, the only real function behind DNA is just to create more dna that's why we have this urge to procreate because we're being controlled by these little double helixes found by a ragtag group of scientists who really didn't know a whole lot about biology but they figured it out um despite their many many dramas with one another um you, you you just exist to to make more dna so yeah like i said orgasms are just basically a a reward system, like you're Pavlov's dog, right? And the DNA is Pavlov, the scientist. And it's saying, if you want to feel good, you know, you you, you can like jizz into that person or, or have that person jizz into you and you'll feel good. But the reason it feels good is a reason that they don't really tell you, they being your strands of DNA in you. Um, it's just, it's a scheming way of spreading itself around. Now maybe, maybe Halloween is a good time to spread more DNA. Because people like to party, and people like to fuck, right? And people like to dress up and role play, right? And people like to use suspension gears right, and people like to you know do a bit of blood play right melt wax candle you know like a red candle you get from the religious section at the local grocery store and you melt the wax and you pour on some you pour it on somebody and you know at first it's a bit of a shock of like heat, but it quickly cools and then dries up and uh you know it's a bit of a frill, so I've heard and you can like handcuff people and whip them and stuff and then you can spread your dna on them and you know that's the halloween that i love you know dressed up you know fucking Catwoman, poison ivy and uh you know the joker or somebody you know you dress up have a little gangbang spread your dna you're doing you know your function and then you can apply your own meaning like oh i'm gonna save the fucking planet like yeah well Maybe, if DNA lets you. Well, uh, Halloween is fun because you get to dress up. And if you're a kid, you get to run around town. And, oh, there's all this, like, everything's kind of, like, creepy looking, hopefully. Maybe your neighbors aren't total fucking tools. Maybe your neighbors actually put up some Halloween decor. decor. You know, I, I... I usually go about getting a bit more Halloween decor for my place, but I just haven't gotten around to it this year. And, uh, and that's okay because it's like Halloween every day in my head. So it's already pretty like funky Halloween-y in this place like all the time. I mean, it's not like I'm some fucking Midwestern like 25-year-old, you know, uh, 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 uh goth girl with like jack skellington stuff all over the place and you know you know scratching my record so to speak to like every johnny depp movie ever you know and it's not like that but i just happen to have a pirate flag up because well it covers up this ugly window here and and, you know i have a pirate flag and pirates are pretty cool i mean i've even got like an anchor tattoo on my arm here let me see if i can pull it out for the for the people watching Hold on, I'm pretty sure I showed it before. R- rolling up the sleeve. There. Can you see it? Right there. Right there. That's because, you know, like, Pirate stuff's pretty cool. You know, I-, I like the aesthetic. I like the idea of, you know, like, swashbuckling. Whatever, whatever. What is a swashbuckle? Like, what's a swash? It's, is that like a, like a squash? Is it, what's a swash? Like, I know a buckle. Like, maybe they had those buckles on their shoes, like the pilgrims. Well, you know, there's pirates that wear the, you know, the pumps, the pump shoes with the buckle on them. But I'm more of like an 1800s type pirate, I, I would suppose or for those of you educated, you know, like 19th century type pirate because I'm wearing a bowler hat. I don't know if they existed, the type I'm playing. I mean, the shirt I'm wearing certainly is more mm, possibly yeah, more 18th century. That would be 1700s for you Americans who don't know anything. Um You know, I'm wearing this. I don't know if pirates existed then, but the type of pirate I'm playing, I'm sure pirates existed. They still exist, you know, like Somalian pirates. Anyway, Halloween's pretty cool. I love it. There's a bunch of reasons. I could write about it. I could do a whole episode about it, but I'm just kind of on a roll right now, and I feel like if I went down that path, it would just fuck up the whole flow. Now, maybe you're wondering... Why am I talking more kind of like a Chav maybe, or more like a general sort of like northernish England area, like butchering the accent? I'm absolutely sure I'm butchering it, but the reason I'm talking like that, yo, and not like this the whole time, like that stereotypical pirate voice, is because well, it's murder on the throat, right? So why would I want to murder my throat? if I'm going to be talking the whole time, because that's what I do. I play characters. I dress up like, you know, and I talk. That's what I do. That's my function. That's what I'm made for, to just dress up and play pretend and, you know, make up characters and have fun. That's what I do. You know, I know that. That's who I am. And so, uh, you know, that's part of why I love Halloween. You know, and people wear these masks on Halloween and they act out and they go have fun. They go get drunk at the bar, at the parties or whatever. And, uh, you know, they they kind of act out, but they feel liberated when they're wearing the uh, the mask, the proverbial mask, you know, putting on a costume. The thing I love about that, you know, I've got an idea about this, is that when people put on the mask, and they feel liberated, you know, like a masquerade. People would have rage us back in the day with the mask, with the masquerade. It's because when you put on that mask, that mask is the real you. Or at least with the, you know, security of that mask, the security of what you, you know, you fear for your identity, you fear for your ego to be, you know, scrutinized by other egos. So you wear this mask and you create this, quote unquote, like alternate ego, but that's the real you, you know, you're going out, you're cutting loose, you feel liberated. That's the real you, not the reserved person. Like when you take off the mask and you have all these regrets and everything, that's not really the real you. That's just your like cultural, you know, imprint uh, in, in action. You know, that's not the real you. So it's Halloween, put on a mask, go feel liberated, have a good time. That's a, that's a huge reason why I love Halloween. But, you know, like I said, I like the Gothic stuff too. So I want to read something very special to you. Edgar Allan Poe. He was a fantastic, uh, like, Gothic writer from America like he got his heyday well he he was pretty poor but you know he gained fame when he was living in Baltimore Maryland and I want to read a bit uh, read a short poem to you Uh, I believe it's called Annabelle Lee for the spirit of Halloween and for my love of Edgar Allan Poe um so let me give me just a second Yeah, okay. Okay, hold hold on. How are my levels? Looking good. Yeah, okay. I'm going to read a bit of Annabelle Lee by Edgar Allan Poe. Let's see here. Pages are... It's been closed a long time, so pages are a bit stuck. Let's see here. Finger, verb, one, synonym touch, one, feel, handle, palpate, par, um, designate, appoint, make, name, nominate, tap, identify, determinate, diagnose, wait a second, finicking, finicky, finish, what is it? Oh, oh, turns out I'm reading from a thesaurus, Merriam-Webster's Collegiate Thesaurus, my bad bear oh, with me oh here it is the essential tales and poems of edgar Allan poe i've got the page marked with the cloth that i used to blow my nose in because it was handy and i'm a handy kind of guy all right here we go annabelle lee oh wait, he's American, I should read this in an American accent, because he's an American writer, you know, and there's some like old videos where they, you know, reenact some Edgar Allan Poe tale, and they've got like an English accent, and it's, it's not right, mate, it ain't right, he's American, so I'm going to do my American accent to the best of my abilities, while I read this story to you. Alright, here we go. Annabelle Lee by Edgar Allan Poe It was many and many a year ago in a kingdom by the sea. That maiden there lived whom you may know by the name of Annabelle Lee and this maiden she lived with no other thought than to love and be loved by me i was a child and she was a child in this kingdom by the sea but we love uh, but we loved with a love that was more than love i and my annabel lee with a love that winged seraphs of heaven coveted her and me. And this was the reason that long ago, in this kingdom by the sea, a wind blew out of a cloud, chilling my beautiful Annabelle Lee, so that her high-born kinsmen came and bore her away from me to shut her up in a sepulchre, in this kingdom, by the sea. The angels, not half so happy in heaven, went envying her and me. Yes, that was the reason, as all men know, in this kingdom by the sea, that the wind came out of the cloud by night, chilling and killing my Annabel Lee. Oh boy, that is just a real tragedy isn't it the wind killed her let's keep reading shall we but our love was but uh wait 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 it's hard to read with an eye patch let me flip it up real quick cuz i'm having a difficulty reading oh my goodness good golly i tell you what it sure is a shock to the to the vision to have both eyes after you've put an eye patch over one, I tell ya. Okay, here we go. But our love, it was stronger by far than the love of those who were older than we, of many far wiser than we, and neither the angels in heaven above nor the demons down under the sea can ever dissever my soul from the soul of the beautiful Annabelle Lee for the moon that never beams without bringing me dreams of the beautiful Annabel Lee. And the stars never rise, but I feel the bright eyes of beautiful Annabel Lee. And so all the night-tide I lie down by the side of my darling, my darling, my life and my bride, in the sepulchre there by the sea, in her tomb, by the sounding sea. Wow. So let me get this. Wait, All right. Fuck that. I'm done reading. American accent is hard. So what? What's going on with this story? Yeah. Huh? So I don't right quite know. Like, all right. He's so he's in a tomb by the sea. Uh, his dear died. A wind blew in. The old people didn't really get them. Oh wait. Wait, wait a second. Wait, so was he like in love with this bird and she like died from the wind, like a cold wind came in and like she died, right? And then, you know, so they put her in a, a tomb by the sea, right? Right. And and this guy, whoever the narrator is, he's still in love with her. Her name's Annabelle Lee. And he goes and lies with her. Probably fucks the corpse, I imagine. You know, bit of necrophilia. And maybe he's like, you know, just like a fucking Romeo and Juliet type with a fucking corpse. And he's like, you old people don't understand my love. You don't know what love really is. I'm like 13 and hormonal. And I love this corpse. Like, at least once a day, I go and love it. And you're standing there judging me in your fucking thatch roof with your fucking mortgage on it. And you are like trying to judge me for, you know, you know, still loving the body of my like former, you know, love. Uh, where do you get off? Where do you get off? I'm going to take a quick break. alright? I'm going to be right back. Well, I'm back. I was thinking maybe I should, you know, say a bit about the history of Halloween. Well, you see, well, I know the history. It's about like demons, right? You know, you got to get the demons out. You got to, you know, scare the demons away. It's an old tradition, you know, people you know, trying to scare the demons away from them. You know, that's why they used to do, like, bloodletting. You know, doctors would come with their leeches and their razors and their fucking vipers, and, you know, they'd, you know, split your flesh and let you drip out your, your life water. And, uh, you know, the bloodletting, it was to get the demons out of you, right? You got, you know, if you're ill, it means you got some demons in your blood, so they gotta let the blood out, so the demons can get out. You know, the demon-infected blood. Like that's what Halloween's about, right? Halloween is about like, like get this. When I was in grad school, I, I had these two mutual friends. And uh, one night, you know, they decide they want to go and get a little freaky. And they, you know, it got a little more freaky than the male was expecting. It was a male and female, uh, you know, friends of mine. And they were friends, you know, sort of thing. And, well, the, the bird, like, started performing fellatio on the guy. And he was into it until she screamed on his gherkin. Well, yeah, yeah, I'll repeat it. She screamed on his gherkin. See, she got, like, the tip down to, like, the throat. The throat, I should say. Not the throat, the throat. And, uh... I feel like I got this hair stuck on my fingers. Well, she got the tip down to the throat, and she just started like, like screaming on it. And I imagine, you know, he, his toes probably curled. Like, his DNA was like, that's it. That's it. Get the, you know, get the DNA seed out. Like, this is it. This is the right vibrations. But my mate, you know, the guy, he you know, understandably so, got a bit freaked out. He wasn't expecting her to, like, scream on his gherkin, like, throat deep, and, well, she did it, throat deep, and, I I, like, I imagine it feels pretty good, you know, vibrations on certain organs. Well, but he he, he was just, like, so freaked out by it, man, and he, he couldn't deal with it. He couldn't just go with you know, the vibrations of the screaming on his gherkin. And, you know, that was the demon. That was the demon in him. He, like, the demon said, no, this ain't right, mate. You know, you got someone screaming on you, and, you know, it ain't right. So you you got to be freaked out by it, and you got to leave, and you got to tell your friend James about it you know, through third parties because you tell other people because you're not really that great of a friend anyway. But, you know, I ended up here through third parties and then from the first party, like both sides of the first party, and she was like, the gal was like, yeah, I, I did that. Yeah, I own it. I think it was fucking great. And I said, you know, you know, if if... I, I, I'd let that happen to me. That sounds like an okay sort of experience. But the guy, he's all freaked out about it. Like, maybe just, like, get over yourself, mate. Someone screamed on you. At least you are getting, like, fellatio, mate. You know? Enjoy it. You know, that's your fucking DNA in action right there. That's what Halloween's about. Fucking DNA spreading that, you know, getting screamed on. And, uh, you know, not getting freaked out because that's like the demons and Halloween's all about keeping the demons away. And that's why we like dress up scary and stuff. Cause it was like old times when, you know, people like beat rocks together to, I guess, like, I don't know. They didn't have fucking brains. So they just start beating rocks together. That's all they got to do. Beat rocks together and like shit themselves Well, you know, they would like get these gourds. They wouldn't really use pumpkins. I know this because I watched a YouTube video about it a while back. Well, they would get these gourds and like carve these cute little faces on them. So kawaii. And put a little candle in there. But candles were really expensive, like wax and all, you know, bee stuff, beekeepers. That sort of thing was a, you know, that was a real treat back then. So the, what they made candles out of was like... You know, they get like some lard or something from like a stew. You know, floats up to the top, like tallow or something, and you know they fold it up into some sort of weird shape because they don't understand shapes. They're just like beating rocks together and going, "Blah blah 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 blah." We don't understand anything. Whoa. You know, like feudal systems, you know, that sort of thing. Halloween, they would make the, you know, candle out of like lard and stuff. And they'd use like a bit of like lint or maybe some hair to make like a wick and they'd just stick it in the top and set it on fire. So you got like a burning gourd and, you know, the people would make like a bonfire out of, I don't know, like books or something. You know, you know, anything that's not a Bible. And, you know, they'd set that shit on fire, you know, like illegitimate children go in there and they say, you know, we don't need this anymore. They're good kindling this one. (laughs) And, you know, they'd make a bonfire and, you know, they dress up, maybe like wear some masks and they'd get, you know, just ripped, just fucking three sheets to the wind, just utterly pissed. Uh, For you Americans, that means drunk. They would get drunk and dance around the bonfire banging on pots and pans and staying up all night because, like, the demons were going to come like the night before All Saints Day because that's like a holy day because, you know, saints do really wicked, sick shit to be sanctified. Like, one do, like, eight worms and so he he's made a saint you know because catholicism makes a whole lot of sense that way saints you know they do really gross shit you know and say like I do this for God I do this for my faith I'm eating worms cause I live in a fucking dungeon and uh you know I'm not I'm not gonna take their food like they're offering me stuff they say I've got a real problem they're like Joe why are you eating worms, mate, like, earthworms are like, they're gross and wiggly, man, we're like offering you fucking shepherd's pie, you know, just eat some real food, quit eating worms, Joe, but Joe was like, nah, man, I ain't taking your shit, because, you know, you ain't right, and reasons you've got me in this here, Don Jun, is not a good reason anyway. And so I'm just gonna eat these worms because, you know, you know, screw you guys. All I need is like my faith, my belief, and I won't accept your, like, whatever. I'm just gonna eat worms. And so then he died, you know, uh, from, I wonder what like a worm diet shit would look like. I imagine pretty mushy. Well, like he died and then I guess like, I don't know, (laughs) like 300 years later, some like Pope, some like Bishop or something hears about this story and they're like, oh man, that guy's badass. Let's make him a saint. And we're going to teach little kids about it at the church of bloody, precious blood and guts of Our Lady of Our Lady, of Jesus's mother, Catholic school for boys. You know, they would do that sort of thing. And, you know, well, anyway, you know, people banging on pots and pans, fucking, you know, throwing their illegitimate children into the bonfire. And, and, you know, it's keeping the demons away because the demons will come in on the cold wind and, you know, like take away Annabelle Lee and like ruin this year's crop because it's harvest time, right? And they got a harvest because a cold, hard winter is coming around and they don't have... You know, they don't have fucking houses. They just sit outside and they don't have rocks anymore because they're all they got is gravel because they banged all the rocks together because they got bored. And uh, you know, that's how Halloween started to keep the demons away. So they could keep the crop together and, you know, you know, demons come like knock shingles off the houses for people who did figure out you could have one of those things. I'm talking about a house. You can have one of those. So they built those things and, you know, like put shingles on the top for the, like the roof. But the demons would like come around and knock the shingles off and be generally mischievous. And so, you know, the people would, uh, you know, have a rager to scare the demons off and uh that's how halloween started there's a history lesson for you um speaking of history after i left bristol i uh, moved to america to the united states which is like you know it, it's pretty new it was the colonies across the pond you know, because I'm like old-time Englishy. But, you know, all went there and, you know, I moved around a bit and I ended up stopping in this little town called Bernardsville in this place called New Jersey. It's like in the central part of the state, real beautiful area. i say that unsarcastically. A lot of people think that New Jersey is just like Jersey City or like North bergen or like like newark like no mate like you go to the heart it's called the garden state for good reason man it's really beautiful there and people are actually pretty fucking nice well anyway uh when i lived in this town called bernardsville there was this old old building that was around like in the 1700s right and supposedly like that's the story is like it was just this like house in the woods or whatever and you know george washington and some of his men like came there like at winter or something i always pictured there's like snow and footprints and they leave like a a crimson trail behind them because they've been like getting their asses kicked in uh, like a battle or something and it's cold and the british are like well we are quite cold Uh, that's not really what british sound like (laughs) yes we are quite cold it is time for us to retire to our warmed ships. And so the battle like stopped because it's too cold to be outside. But, you know, Washington and his boys are stuck outside and they're out of provisions. You know, they're poor. They ain't got fucking shoes or nothing. And so they stop. You know, they come across this, like, house in the woods, right? And and there's, like, a young man and woman there. And they bring him in. They're like, yo, you need to rest. We got, like, food. And we can tear up, like, my wedding dress. I'm not going to use, you know, we can, like, make bandages out of that for you. And they were like, that's cool. Thanks, mate. And so they did that. And they, like, stuck around. And then they left. And like years later, when I moved to Bernersville, New Jersey, like the, that house, that building was turned into the local library. And it's haunted because that young couple, like later the village around whatever, Bernardsville, whatever, like the man got caught. Like, I guess like some people said like, you're a traitor, mate. and We're going to kill you now. And so they did that. They like built a gallows behind the, the house and they hanged the man. And just so you know, like English lesson here, grammar when you talk about like hanging somebody you know like you're going to hang someone like a hangman like you put a noose around their neck and hang them if you're talking about like that verb in the past tense it's not hung you don't say he or she was hung i mean some people actually a lot of people do say that so and so was hung no hung refers to like the length of your wit so to speak but like if you're getting hanged like if if someone hangs you like the past tense is hanged you don't say oh like so and so was hung no you say so and so was hanged because it's called a hanging it's a it's like a proper sort of thing it's just so you know so the dude was like hanged behind the house And the woman saw it, and she was like, I I can't live without this guy. I'm going to kill myself now. So she slit her own throat and bled out and died there. And there was rumor, like, there was a lot of really good ghost stories around that area because it was, like, old, like, lots of, like, European history and shit. So, you know, there's, like, some good you know, gothic style ghost stories around in these old buildings that can look creepy under a certain type of light. And, you know, there's rumor that if you, like, go up in the back of that library building, which is that same house that she lived and died in, if you, like, go up there at night, like, in the back and you go up, you can hear her screaming, like, screaming for her, her her lost lover and uh like i was always freaked out by that because i was like a little kid at the time and uh A friend of mine said that one time he went up there like close to closing, like it was rather late in the day, I suppose. I don't don't remember how long that library stayed open in the day, but, you know, it was dark and that kid said he was there. He was like an acquaintance of mine and he was like, yeah, mate, I went there and I heard the scream. It chilled me to the bone. My marrow froze my blood prickled. I was scared. And I was like, that's fucking scary, mate. I'm going to tell my mom about that tonight. So like that night, I went and told my mom about the story. And I said, sometimes at night, you can hear it screaming. And she was like cooking dinner. And she stops whatever she's doing. She turns to me and she looks and she says, you mean like this? <laughs> And did this, like, blurred, curdling witch scream. And it scared the bejesus out of me. I ran up to my room screaming, completely freaked out. And, uh, yeah, so that's, like, one of the stories. And, you know, there's, like, the Headless Horseman. Like, you know about that, right? Like, the dude, like, he's a horse, man. And, like, he doesn't have a head. Well, um... I think I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, happy Halloween. I, I I hope you enjoyed this movie, this movie, this movie. Not a movie. I mean this, like, podcast. Oh, my God. I'm losing the accent. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you. This has been one hell of an experiment. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Happy Halloween. I'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye.